0: Yo, 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 yo. This is Villains and Vinyl, where hip hop and comic book culture meets. I am CJ, one quarter of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, and I am joined today by
1: All right, it's your boy. You know me as always coming in hot like at number two. It is me, Quinn Fight Bro, number uno. For those who listen to our BCW podcast, make sure to check it out if you love wrestling. If you love us, cause damn sure. You're listening right now. You do. And I'm about to toss it over to the man. The myth goes by so many names, but you can see him at the bar clinking them glasses, you know, but he always got the good stuff in his hand. What your name is? It is he. It is me. It's Tequila T. But today they calling me the bourbon, baby,
2: because I'm dipping on this whiskey today here for another good day of Villains and Vinyls. And I hate um, I let D go. I got something to say after this, very important. So I'm passing
3: to number four
2: himself, who brings you more.
3: Number four, fourth quarter to the dollar, the darkest D. Catch me in my winter gear. I don't care if it's still sixty. I don't know what's going on out here. Keep acting like labor or anything. Just my shot. And All right,
0: T. You said you had something to say.
2: And it's and it's on a sad note, but it's for the folks that um yeah. in North Carolina. Folks, now you know Quinn, though. I know you I think you know him, CJ, but uh, I just first and foremost want to say, um, rest in peace to Mr. Charles Kibby. Condolences to the Kibby family. Um, this is one of the biggest news I met at the cons. He's always at everyone providing security or any type of help, and just he has an impact. The very first time I saw him, I called him Seamus in my head because he just big impact. But we lost, um, he lost his fight with I called Abraham. <laughs> And no, uh, it really hurt the North Carolina Comic Con family. So I definitely want to send my condolences out because it was a that was a good dude, man. So shout out, rest in peace, Mr. kibby yeah, hey. And no matter what you think on COVID, because I have my own beliefs, just be wary of people that are actually going through things with it.
1: Yeah, because you like it can it can affect any and every one of us. And seriously, like, you know, on the real, be careful, you know, because you don't know who might get it, you know, be it as like really close to you or just even acquaintance, you know, some, like a good friend. And so, yeah, like it ain't messing around out here, people. Like, we're we we, we we're gonna try to pick it back up and get a little hype again. But, like, well, I could, I mean, I, I, I I could, could like,
2: talk about comments without talking about this because it was kind of a big day. I just found out right before the podcast, so kind of hit me hard.
0: On that note, we do have to send out one more yeah. RIP to Tiny Lister, Debo. Of course. Yeah, definitely yeah. got to do that. So, one of the best and most memorable characters in movie history. Also for Fifth Element, one of the best sci-fi movies in movie history. And also, oh, but
1: still, um, he was the black president I'm bring
0: him up tomorrow. You
2: know, I'm gonna bring him up on TW because let's not he was Zeus and be
0: so RIP and him, and there's no easy way to transition. So we're going to do it just quite gradually and say, "Hey, Quinn."
2: What I got are you it listening to. I got it. If it's for D, I mean,
0: for
1: so, Quinn, right, what, you? what I'm listening to. Whew. Man, I will say I I I hate, Can you hear me? mm-hmm Mhm. Uh, right I will say, I hate to do it, but I, I got—I fell out of a rabbit hole, started listening to some of that cyberpunk soundtrack, and it brought me back full circle. Towards the end of the year, I went back and listened to that "Run to Jewels" again, and it still holds up. It still holds up. I know I'm full <coughs> listening of new stuff, but I—I I, I, I couldn't help myself. And for those who uh, who haven't checked it, uh, cyberpunk. Has soundtrack r- real world artists and run the jewels has a song on there called No Save Point. It go hard, it go hard as hell. Sure do.
0: I mean, hell, when does run the Jewels ever do mellow shit? Like <laughs> run the jewels Okay, that's why they only know one speed, and that's the go. Like they may slow down go. just a little bit, they may slow down literally just a little bit, but they they just go. That's them. Run the Jews. Even
3: their slow joints is hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah sometimes it, it, they only doing 25 over the that. speed.
0: Okay. Alright. So then, check that out. We're going to get into type of Punk a little bit later because yeah. I know we got two people who played it. But as far as the soundtrack, I've heard amazing things about that. So, alright. T, what are you listening to?
2: I'm kinda of on the same wavelength as Q right now. Um, I did start The Man on the Moon three, but I know Get Ready for Every One Week. Villains of Vinyl will be doing their year, the best albums of twenty twenty. So I've basically been circling back just like Quinn. I actually already just went through one of the jewels again, just went through the Dom um, Drake's um Dark Take dark Lane, you know what I'm trying to say. Just went through um I had to go through Jay to join again and I finally I didn't listen to it the first time, but futures, um High on Life album, so I'm trying to circle back around, and I'm um, also Hip Hop Marvels hit us up, so we'll probably be doing something with them again too. So, nice.
0: okay, yeah, shout out to Hip Hop Marvels. I see they're having a few a fool on there on yeah podcast. I was like, you yeah. bastards, you it, bastards. No, I, I mean, in the, I'm, I'm saying bad. that with all no respect, like, yeah, in the same way. No, I was <laughs> like, you motherfucker. You <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. like so. If y'all are listening, hip hop, hip hop marvels, man. Keep doing y'all thing, y'all flexing out there, but goddamn y'all.
2: All right, yeah, but well, now nah. um, <laughs> yeah, he hit us up. He wants to do the um the year of music again with us again. So definitely okay. with that.
0: But so so you've been going back. So then let me ask you this. Uh, and then Q, feel free to jump in. I know we're gonna get the to D2. Is there anything that you've been listening to that has moved up or moved down? And you don't have to tell us where it moved in your top 10 or anything but i guess this answer we could save it for hip-hop marvels but just out of curiosity is there an album that's moved up in your rankings or is there an album that's moved down
2: not so much one album my question because i know there's going to be more i didn't listen to me mm. i was out there i do wonder where jay tronica's is going to end up because mm. as i was going through it again like it started off like, ah, and they no like okay this was a dope album so I'm gonna see what, that wasn't really my top five. I don't think it's in my top five anymore, but at the same time, I don't think it left my top 10.
3: Plus okay. I got some more
2: albums to I'm trying to do it in uh-huh. balance, you know, try instead of get one side, cause I actually think that Juicy J, like you told me to, um, CJ, I'm really thinking that Juicy uh-huh. J jumping uh-huh.
0: in. Yeah, that Juicy J go hard. So what about you, Quinn, before we hop over to D? Is there anything that's kind of moved up or, move, or it moved down, right? There could have been an album that moved down too.
1: Oh, all right. Well, this one, I'm actually going to say. Uh, like, humble, 100%. I a humble got 100%. I'm going to be humble. Andy, you're right. Oh, um, That nice. I went back and I thought about it, CJ. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a fair shot. So I went back. Listen to that nice. I mean, it hold up. It hold up. I still got my favorite nice stuff. But I feel like, yeah, you know, it, it it was good to sit down and actually give it a I would definitely, it, it got up there. So,
0: okay. All right. So then, fourth quarter. God damn it, you got me calling you fourth quarter, you bastard. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Highlights, <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right, man. So what are you?
3: What's this is so- just me building to y'all calling me the highlight reel. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's a slow progression, but I'm gonna get y'all there. Don't worry about it. Long game, baby. Long game. <laughs>
0: I feel that.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, so currently, right now, I did uh bust out that uh, Man on the Moon three uh it's okay i'm feeling it i'm feeling it i'm gonna have to go back to it because i did kind of pass out on it when i was catching up the first time not because it bored me because y'all don't know me on the podcast like the crew know me but when i sleep i sleep hard uh mm-hmm. and i don't sleep long but it takes me no time to fall asleep once it's time for that to happen so then
0: questions so, are do you consider yourself a Cuddy fan
3: uh so man on the moon one is in definitely my top 20 CDs of all time. Okay. Um, I love that CD. Man on the Moon 2 uh, is an afterthought to me. Mm. So I'm trying to see where he land in between because I cared not at all about Man on the Moon 2. But Man on the Moon, the original, that's my one of my joints right there. So I'm like, mm. let me see where we are. Let me see where we are. Okay,
0: because I mean I think Cuddy is one of those artists that elicits a very strong response either way.
3: Yeah. Also. Yeah. Not to say Man on the Moon Two is like trash or anything like that. I know it's some just, people
0: who say it is though.
3: Like I mean, is, we, I, I know that's not unpopular. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't, unpopular. I don't think it's like straight trash. Yeah. But it's just at that time, it just wasn't. It It. it, it I wasn't feeling it. I really. Had to wasn't. be,
0: but here's the issue when you start numbering. Your albums, I think, is it's hard to follow up the classic, right? Yeah, that's like if Lauryn Hill made a Miseducation of Lauryn Hill two.
3: It wouldn't have been it, as good.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna be. And I get what he's trying to tell a story, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's totally different. So I think he has an overall, you know, story he's trying to tell. So I get it, but it's kind of like the only CDs that I think have ever done it really successfully, to be honest, has been the Carter from Lil Wayne, well,
1: where maybe
0: everyone is not the best or better than him, but I think they are all held differently and highly, like, at least in my opinion. Let it's me know system. if I'm wrong. Yeah, let me know if I'm wrong. You might be thinking actually, of a CD that no, i I was actually going to bring up a question. What's that? I was going
2: to bring up a question off the Carter, because you're saying that I always like the Carter 4 was what people give credit for, and I was thinking about Dean, and I was like, I wanted to ask a quick question, not uh, not deep cut, because we got a lot to talk about. But what is one album that people all hated or trash, but you actually thought was good?
1: Hmm.
0: I would have to think on that one, but if you ask me, for me D, it was
2: Carter Four. Okay. My, mine was Carter Four. A lot of folks were disappointed in Carter Four. I actually liked it. If
0: you would have <laughs> said, the only movie... reason why I liked,
2: it, I thought it was a return to the
0: sound. Hmm. If you would have said a movie, I would have had an ass off the gate.
3: It's Wild Wild West by Will Smith. Will.
0: <laughs> love that goddamn movie. <laughs> me and
3: CJ don't agree on a lot of stuff, but that movie <laughs> underrated. I don't care. Nobody. <laughs> I like
0: that movie. But album's a little different. I'm trying to think of an uh, album that everybody kind of hated. I don't know. I mean, I like this kid, Cuddy, and so far I've heard mixed reviews on it from people because I've listened to it and tried to listen to it again. I like it. Personally, I, I think it's a really good project.
3: Yeah, That would be a tough one for me, too.
0: Yeah, I gotta go back and think about albums. I'll I'll have an answer for you next week. But that's a good question though. Because yeah, right now I
3: think that'll be an
0: episode. That Megan yeah. Thee
3: Stallion album, it didn't get that great of reviews, but I I feel it. I think it's fine.
1: Right. Yeah, I for me it was uh confessions of a dangerous mind. Like that logic album, like I actually like I liked it, but then hearing a lot of people say, oh, it was it was okay. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't as good as like his other stuff. Well, yes. here's the thing about
0: logic. Logic gets the most hate for no reason. I can pick. I can you figure get a out a lot of hate for like. I can't honestly like for him rapping about him being mixed. Like, okay, he's like. I don't know what he's. <laughs> I, he's like, rapping about his experience. No, it, it was a tad. No, I get. I get that.
2: But for one time, it was a tad much. Like it was almost that was every song. And to be fair, because I do like logic. I was the same way with Gambino. I'm one of the Charles Gambino's best Gambino's friend, biggest fans. When he first came out, and for a little while, I will get tired of him. I was talking about he was the weird black guy.
3: And I'm like, okay, I get
0: it. I get it. So then let me let me come back and ask. And I'm not yeah, saying... You talking, I mean, about
3: talking about drugs? But yeah, well, so
0: let's say your favorite MC. <laughs>
3: like, if we...
0: If we being honest... But I ain't trying to push MCs, you, right? <laughs> your favorite MCs only talk about, like,
3: five things yeah i mean that's why you know cardi b and megan they they got for whack because they're like we tired about we tired of female rappers talk about you know all this sex stuff and all this nonsense i was like well you know that's their thing like that's just (laughs) what they talk about
0: (laughs) so yeah i guess that's my so why did why is it and i'm asking i'm not i'm just it's just a curiosity question so why are you cool with Hmm. certain rappers talking about the same thing over and over and they do it well for example pusha T can has, it. That's what has said. Been a, yeah. an exquisite coke rapper for decades going on yeah, decades over
3: 20 now. years now. yeah exquisite. it's like 40 been rapping around being from the west coast his whole career yeah <laughs> i will so, say
1: i will say there are certain people you will not mess with and just let them do their thing i ain't gonna diss on mc ren or project pack because they will kill you more than like, oh yeah, you know, I think
2: that's that interesting. <laughs> I, I I think I that's guess interesting. Maybe to some people, maybe some people saw it as like trying to get sympathy.
3: I don't know. Just you like know, you know what I think. I the short answer said, is
2: there's no well uh,
3: Most people don't care about the fact that he mixed like that. Like they, <laughs> yeah, they, I mean they that's part of the blood truth. That like you know mixed people are a thing. You know, mix, I mean being mixed is you know has its own bag of reverse not privilege or whatever you want to call it just you know it's they have a thing like everybody got a thing um but you know when it comes to people who listen to rap music they probably don't care about him being mixed just like dudes don't super care about how sloppy Megan will do the thing and how quickly she'll kick you to the curb it's like we just don't care but you know a lot of us care about how this drip in this cup and just codeine and all this nonsense. <laughs> you just take <ain't> <laughs> the drip in the cup. Let's show them my age. I don't even know the drugs they use nowadays. Just take <laughs>
0: the
3: drip in
1: the cup. I
2: don't happy. even know the drugs they use nowadays. <laughs>
1: okay, hey, dude, they popping bannies. They pop bendies, now you bennies.
2: want to come up with something called a drip in a cup, y'all.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Bro, you God. talking
1: about an IV drip at this point? <laughs> that morphine,
0: <laughs> He just makes two different types of uses from this. But right, yeah, what? but
3: you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you. I got you, culture doesn't care about his. Racial breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's absolutely fair. Yeah, so when you hear for five out of thirteen tracks about you know the sorrow of it, you're like, okay, cool, bro. Don't really relate. Been black or been not mixed or didn't have those issues or True. you know.
0: Oh no, I think you're. I think you're right. I just think it's curious because the other conversation is, I I would think a lot of his fan base is white too. So, anyway, but that's we're going that's down also, the rabbit hole. That's whole. very fair, But right? I would think, yeah. So, I, I wonder because, you know, because a lot of, you know, a significant Most amount who
3: speak on hip hop are not white, regardless if they listen to it or not. are
0: not. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's just interesting. Okay. But for me, speaking of white people, I listen to Jack Harlow's album. So, you like that transition there. That was me. <laughs> you <out>. racist. <laughs> <laughs> I said white people, I didn't call them derogatory, man. I'm being funny, man. (laughs) No, I'm just saying for those who might get offended. I know you playing. You never know nowadays. (laughs) Disclaimer. disclaimer, (laughs) Somebody gets offended every minute or something. But yeah, so I listened to Jack Harlow's album. I got to say, man, I like the project. I I liked it. It was a nice mix. He was very introspective. I like some of the beats that he picked. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I don't think he'll be in my top 10 at the end of the year and that's no disrespect to him. I don't mean to say it like that, but kind of the way how I came out here a couple of weeks ago and talked about Juicy J and how I think that might be in my top 10. I don't think this will be, but it's a damn good album. And I thoroughly encourage everybody to go listen to it. Cause I, to me, at least I think he did a really good job. I think he fit into his pocket. He wasn't trying to be all tough talk or whatever. He was just very honest and very open about his, you know, particular situations and stuff like that, which I appreciate in an artist, right? When they don't try to be, you know, gangster for the sake of being gangster and stuff. So it's called. That's what they all say, and I think it was a really good project. And then I also listened to Kamaya, right? Kamaya's project. She's a, a woman rapper out of the Bay Area, and she released a project. Over the weekend as well, and it was called uh, No Explanations, and I I really enjoyed that project.
1: As okay, well, CJ, so. CJ, I'm I'm sorry, like we we've been touching, we've been touching. on- No, on-
0: no, 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 I, no. When can we?
1: When can Come we? Oh my! to know.
0: Give me the baby. Can I figure? My, can I finish my when I've been listening to man? God.
1: Okay, then finish it.
0: Yeah, leave man. So hype. So yes, I want to shout out Kamaya. I want to shout out Jack Harlow as well. Those were really two really done project, well done projects. And Kid Cudi, it was cool too. I think it was I think it was fine. I think it was better than Man on the Moon too in my personal opinion.
3: Yeah, it's so I think than that for me.
0: Yeah, I think it's the second best Man on the Moon project. It's interesting to see where it goes from here because Cudi is probably if we're talking about a list of the most influential rap artists ever, I can make a Argument Cuddy could be in
3: your top 10. There's a quiet argument in there. You yeah. Like,
0: I don't know if I would pick him in my top 10, but if somebody put him in his top 10, you know what? I don't know if I could have much of an argument against it because he's influenced a generation after generation of people. So, but yeah, so what Quinn was alluding to mm-hmm. is that we were speaking on Kamaya, who's a Bay Area rap artist. The next verses has been announced, and for uh-huh. you, D, I'm going to you first. It's E40
1: versus Too Short.
3: Oh, don't <laughs> disrespect I'ma, me like
1: this. <laughs> End of I'ma, the year, the last one.
0: I'm gonna let you, I am I want your initial reactions. Oh. It's the last one of the year. It goes down because the previous verses with Keisha Cole and Shantae was canceled because the Shantae unfortunately contracted COVID. Well oh. wishes to her. But now we have this one, E40. Versus too short You for those who are new listeners D is one of the biggest E40 fans I've ever met So I just want to get your initial Reaction
3: Okay the quick brain D says E40 all day What's good I'm putting my converse on now Um About the hyphy uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need me a muscle car To jump Um, But thinking about it Still Might be E40 what's good Oh. It's gonna be closer than I like, though. It's oh, gonna be much oh, oh. closer than I like. Cause Too Short is hilarious and has the audacity to also make pretty decent music.
1: Oh it, yeah, it,
0: that's. I mean, Too Short, <laughs> Too Short played the joints he got with Biggie. Played the joint he got with Biggie. Oof. <laughs> it's going cool. Like too short got some hits. Yeah, like I
3: think E Fort, I think he he, is buzzy beater dubs. Like it's he he got a victory and he didn't think he should have had to fight so hard. But too short, he got some bangs under the belt, man. (laughs) Yeah, like and they all got like some fun features too. He do got some fun features.
0: They got like forty albums a piece. I know. (laughs)
3: Like man, settle in. I hope that's my Christmas Eve thing they just do that for six hours like, let's go <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is for the base so I, I, i'm with this because i feel like those are two artists also that n- don't nearly get the love that they deserve
3: no don't and, ne- and, you know there is a fair argument to be made that they don't get the argument in the crowds we know because we over here. oh yeah it's all regional
0: Right, yeah. like, yeah, if you talk to somebody up north, there are plenty of down south MCs that don't get the love they deserve. It's
3: like, because I'll uh, tell you, I didn't even know who E40 was until I came down south.
0: Yeah, well, the south and the west have always had a pretty good
3: relationship because they but we don't we don't we don't bump E40 like that up, up, north. up, in, up in the fridge north.
0: Le- in, in north, the south, man,
3: fuck with them like that, but
0: in the, in the south and early hip hop days, you had to listen to everybody.
3: Yep. I'm an honorary Southerner now, I guess.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. Okay. I've been down here long yeah. enough.
0: So, T, what are your thoughts? Well, All right. 100. So,
2: hold on, We have a technical... Really a big E42 short oh. fan. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah,
2: I hear you now. Holla if you hear me. Holla, 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 holla. Holla, 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 holla. <laughs> okay. I was saying... um. Whatever, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not a big E40 or Two Short fan, but I also <gasps> recognize their place. I'm just being straight up. Like, <gasps> I actually think I bump, I will bump E40 music more. So I will probably go E40s gonna win. Just okay. I've never really liked Two Shorts rap style, but that's just at the same time. It with no disrespect. Like I said, I still recognize his place, and there are songs that bang with him too. Just mm-hmm. that was growing up for me. Even when I did
0: hear Two Short, I was like, okay, mm-hmm.
2: straight up. So
0: I'll watch it for the oh, culture Thank you for your in-depth analysis. So <laughs> Quinn <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, man. No, nah, I get you. Nah, I, I, I I completely, have, I, I,
1: everybody has the
0: artist. They don't thing. I have nothing to put in on this. Understandable, so then Quinn, what do you think?
1: All right. So now this is another case of y'all, y'all be y'all be thinking that's East Coast cats ain't on it. But I grew up listening to Too Short. And I will say this, I, I, I love E-40, I do. Too Short, when he released Married to the Game, that was true to form right there, because this man had been rapping since 83 and still putting out, bang, I mean, still putting out bangs. Like, you know, you, you, you can put Too Short on that and people will know who he is. But yeah, this one's going to be a close one though, like for real. Because these are two Bay Area legends. Like you, you can't talk about the Bay and not bring them up. Bay Area. So, I'm, I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna be watching.
0: Oh wow, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing, though. The Bay Area doesn't get the love it deserves, too. Right. So, like, the Bay Area is the originator of a lot of slang. Yeah. That people out here saying E40 as a trailblazer as far as for the language is
3: jesus christ had address or so shake them i don't got yeah. them, but i'm planning on growing some
1: i mean the man the man moved from the streets to owning his own vineyard tell, tell, tell me that ain't gassed right there <laughs> tell me oh where
0: yeah oh e40 water so yeah i think it'll be close because i think too short has a catalog too but i think e40 has a lot of collaborations in his bag
3: yeah, we E4 got, a, got a few in the bag. Yeah, that I think we got a few in the bag.
0: And once again, you you know, we're saying this as Southern and East Coast people. To your point, D, the West Coast might have a totally different take. I wish you, I knew maybe somebody out west it. I could call and be like, "Hey, maybe
2: one of our listeners could tell us."
0: Yeah, like yeah. I'd be interested if we got any listeners out on the West Coast. Hit us up on that villains and vinyl. Let us on Instagram. Let us know who you think gonna win because I'm thinking. E40 I don't think I think it will be close I do really think it'll be close because too short got a lot of stuff but I'm thinking E40 so we will see hmm okay so any other music stuff that you all want to get into before we switch it over
3: Oh, I need to catch that Denzel Curry album
0: oh yeah Denzel Curry is did he release a new one
3: uh no, the last one went. uh just hit triple platinum.
0: Oh, okay. So
3: I was yeah. like, let me go ahead and yeah, that Denzel
0: that. Curry. Denzel Curry is the spitter Man. <laughs> yeah, I need Curry. to go
3: ahead and check it out.
0: See, what's yeah, up. Denzel Curry is the spitter. I put one of my friends on Denzel Curry, and they like the project. Yeah. So.
3: Also, congratulations on going triple platinum. That's an achievement, right there. Oh
0: yeah.
3: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Don't nobody want to talk about the new Tal- uh, Taylor Swift album?
1: I'm
3: good. Nah, dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm good.
1: It. Man, ain't yeah. it just I'm another? Crazy, ain't crazy, it
3: crazy, just crazy, an old album about. that she had to re-release because her record company was like, "We gonna take all your money." I thought it was a new one. I don't know. I sure don't keep up with Reese's Wizzy like that. Sure don't keep yeah, up I mean, with Wizzy like that.
0: I mean, y'all ain't see where they put. They had her in the cotton field and then the Baltimore Ravens, fuck, <laughs> and put Lamar Jackson like because it's supposed to be like Evermore a play on Edgar Allan Poe. So like in the album cover, she's like standing in the cotton field, just kind of looking off. So since since Lamar Jackson is a Raven, they put him, they cropped her out and put him in, and they put him in the middle of a cotton field. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Who did that? That, <laughs> not, not, like I the Baltimore no
0: Ravens comment. media account.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm gonna call. No comment on that one. Mm. Yeah. That was,
0: <laughs> was wild. So okay, I thought I thought that was I thought that was messed up. How stupid they were to get like you don't got nobody to be like yo b. This is wrong. This
3: is why you need a diverse boardroom making decisions.
0: Yeah, and you need somebody to be like, man this is not the move. This is not what you want to do. So. But all right, let's switch it over, man. You know what? I'm going to call it Audible. I'm going with, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you clean. I'm going to let you spill because there were a lot of Star Wars announcements over the past week. And you as our resident Star Wars fans, you know, we'll dive into the Marvel TV stuff and all the Marvel stuff. But as a Star Wars fan, I want to make sure we show respect to that franchise. I'm not a fan. But you know, Damn I know wild. you are, and I know plenty of people are. So what are your thoughts on it?
1: Oh man. That lineup is stacked. Like Disney, Disney, Disney came hard when they were just like, look, we not, only got, we not only got three straight up bomb properties. We got Marvel, we got Star Wars, and we got Pixar, but we are going to release a fuck ton of things within universe, especially like under the Lucas films like stuff. I mean, we got we got spinoffs like, like from the Mandalorian, we got Rangers of the New Republic. uh, Andor, which is a Rogue One spinoff with like, with a uh, with a uh, Diego Luna, who was a uh, who played him in the movie. We got an Obi Wan Kenobi series of where they bring him back and Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, which I'm okay without, but, you know, we got the Bad Batch. That's another Clone Wars, like, spinoff from the, from the cartoon show. We got Star Wars Visions, which is just animated shorts. Like, you know, oh, oh, we got the Lando series, which, D, yeah, we're gonna we going to definitely watch that one. That Ray. one's going to be with Donald Glover coming back to play Lando. Yeah, okay, I'm sold, I'm sold that. See, I told I like you. How I saw, I you. <laughs> I like how quick he switched up. he switched up. He was like, oh.
0: Okay, man.
2: <laughs> I knew you so were saying his name, he was gonna switch up. <laughs> oh,
1: man. We got Y'all don't Acolyte. know me. I, I yeah. mean, when I got Lando, that's why I was like, no. D gonna watch this one. I'm gonna watch the hell out of this one. <laughs> then okay. we, got the, we got the Acolyte, which is a uh, new one that basically deals with, like, you know, the early days of, like, the... Uh, of the Sith and droid story, which I can do without, and yeah, yeah, no, like uh, you missed one. It. You oh. missed
0: the one that everybody, at least all my friends who are Star Wars fans, are happy about, and that's Ahsoka.
1: Yeah, Ahsoka, but also too. Now this one was a big flex by Disney. Like this one was a real big flex. They also are doing a Rogue Squadron movie, directed by. Patty Jenkins, who did, uh, who you know was responsible for directing Wonder Woman one and like the new one that's coming out. So seeing her pop up and be like, "Oh yeah, no, like this is a dream project." Warner Brothers, y'all gotta, y'all gotta send another truck of money over to Patty's house.
3: Oh well, they we all switching out directors. I mean, nothing derail you, but didn't Patty Jenkins just come for the Snyder Cut?
1: Ah uh, well, I mean, hey, hey.
3: And they switching all out fair. directors at, at this <laughs>
1: point because
0: your boy James Gunn just did is doing Suicide Squad. So. Well, he
1: got in on that
0: one when Disney cut him loose. No, but what I'm saying is, I, I don't think, I don't think it matters me personally because we'll get into Warner Brothers. I think Warner Brothers dropped a bigger bomb than all oh, the Disney yeah. stuff. I yeah, think, yeah. me personally, I think Warner Brothers messed the game up when they said, you know. All the movies are going to release day and date on our, on HBO Max. I was like, I Wait feel
1: like that minute. one. I feel like that one was a part of why like this feels like a scramble move on Disney's part.
2: Cause, exactly.
1: Because yeah, they called that one like immediately after everybody's like, "Oh shit, Warner Brothers ain't it, fucking around." Disney's like, "All right, exactly. do do everything."
2: Because <laughs> yeah, let's go talk about Marvel. What they got coming?
1: Hit them with Hello? it, please.
2: Okay. Yeah, Marvel got some things. Disney, like I said, drop. I ain't even going to count this, the Disney stuff. They got like Hocus Pocus 2, which is going to get all the little fangirls and Halloween fanboys crazy. But Marvel starts off. We Let's go ahead. We got coming. WandaVision, the series, which is what I'm waiting on. I know CJ's waiting on this, too. That's coming in um, January. You got Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming in March, uh, another other series. Black Widow's coming in May. The movie, finally, which I think Disney should have went ahead and dropped that on Disney Plus, but whatever, we're good on the, on that. We got Loki the series; is also dropping Ooh. in May. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. That looks crazy. We have the Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings dropping in July. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot. That's probably be overkill in um <clears throat> 2021, but I'm there. I'm
0: here for it. Well, Eternals. only on because if you think about it, it's not too bad because most of that's on their streaming service. They only dropping two movies. No, they're dropping three movies. What's the third one? I was I was pulling it out right now. Eternals
2: drops November fifteenth. Yeah, Eternals. and then yeah, the last think... Spider Man supposed to be in December. Uh, yep, and Spider Man drops December seventh. Spider Man three do- drops December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Then after that, you have the What If series sometime in twenty twenty one. They just didn't give the date. That What If series actually, even though it's animated, it looks dope and it's one of um Chadwick's last performance, even though it's voice acting um you yeah. got the hawkeye series that's supposed to premiere in 2021 coming up you also have miss marvel is supposed to come out late 2021 oh. um miss marvel not cat marvel miss marvel is going to be with um, Kam- Kamala khan mm-hmm. and we have um starting 2022 doctor strange and the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. another one big one that I'm ready for um thor love and thunder it's Coming out May 6th, and just slide, side note interruption to me calling out everything they're putting out. You see that Mr. Christian Bell is going to be in this movie as board of God Butcher, he is official. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got after that, uh, the She Hulk um series coming, they announced Black Panther 2, of course. Uh, they announced, I guess, one of the guys tonight, Huerta, it's, it's, it's going to be a primary antagonist, but they haven't release who that is. You have Deadpool 3 coming out They think in sometime October 2022. Captain Marvel 2 is coming out, and even though people were trying to say Brie Larson got fired, apparently she's still in it, so that's, just don't listen to rumors all the time. We got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum, Quantumania, also Quantumania.
1: Coming, in coming
2: in 2023 with your boy um, going to be Kane the Comper, was, uh, Mr. Majors, Jonathan Majors. Uh-huh. Then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was also announced, as as well as Blade and CJ. I was wrong. Fantastic four is going to be a series, not a movie, Mm. a series coming, and they say release date, November 3rd, 2023. And then who I Quinn no, I'm ready for this one. Quinn is knowing I'm ready for this one. Moon Knight.
3: Oh hell yeah. yeah. In the series.
2: He and you slid got, past
3: the uh Venom, and Morbius, and uh, Morbius coming out in 2021.
2: Well, yeah. Sony—that's really Sony stuff that it dropped that. But I feel you. I like how you did that. Oh, yeah. slide it in. And we, got it, and we, we was got talking Marvel. Marvel. We was talking Marvel.
1: And, and so we, we got
2: got a, know we know they We, few we few. saw the Easter egg. We saw the And we got a few yeah, more stuff. too.
1: Yeah, uh, Secret.
2: Yeah. Inv- I'm not done. That's what I'm saying. Oh. This is crazy. <laughs> Secret Invasion series is coming out. Then it, our girl Riri Riri Williams is getting a show. Iron Hearts getting a series. Armor Wars, and then they're also doing the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and the I Am Group series. God dang.
0: And with the Armor Wars, that's going to be Don Cheadle. For those who may not know, he's going to be revising his role as War, War Machine. Machine. Yep.
1: yeah. Terrence Howard might show up in that Doctor Strange movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: might show up in that What If series, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if I didn't like ask for all that money? What if I stayed Tony <laughs> Man? Machine?
3: <laughs> tony man <laughs> he is one machine in the other the universe oh Lord. man we'll see. Well, is, i mean
0: it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff i i do wonder but it doesn't it makes sense because a lot of their stuff are tv projects uh-huh. and as far as the movies this is the smaller phase we all knew that that's what this would be uh, and that they're setting up basically the multiverse, right? For that production it's, it's,
1: value, though, on some of them shows.
0: Whew. Well, they had to do something. If we're going to be blunt here, Disney Plus hasn't had anything on it for a minute, unless you were like a Mandalorian fan.
3: To be fair, it's like you got Mandalorian, all the stuff Disney already made, uh, in Titans. No, that's that's HBO Max. It was on Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah.
0: No, Titans? About no, you TV mean titans?
3: remember the Titans? Damn, yeah. you right. I, yeah. really <laughs> I was like, titans. wait, what? Dang. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm about to slide back over here. I'm Yeah, um, say yeah
0: so, I mean, they had to do something, right? Because Disney Plus is starting to be like, why do you have it? Outside of Mandalorian, because I know there's a large fan base for that. So I don't want
1: to... Yeah, but, but like still... That but still it's not wor- like it's not worth a lot if like you claim to be heavy hitting and you come out the gate with jack shit like a majority of that stuff you promised why do I,
2: why do I still have disney plus x-men Gargoyles, and i get esp and hulu well <laughs> and i mean
3: and, to- <laughs> and i don't like it's a short answer cuz it was bundled <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> i don't know, like defending disney
0: like that but to be fair 2020 messed up a lot of shit it did. Right. Yeah. So, like, I probably, I, to be honest, they probably had other plans that 2020 just fucked up. So, I'm looking forward to all of these shows. I am especially curious about WandaVision. I think, I Is that think the
3: thing you, you're most interested in.
0: I think WandaVision and Doctor Strange are going to be the two most th- important things in this next phase because of the multiverse component, which I think that's what they're setting up. And I think that's also how we eventually get X
2: Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they you... even...
0: Go
1: ahead. Yeah. My oh no, because they even showed too. Like it's gonna spill over in the other movies. Like with the whole fact that in Wandavision, uh, an older like uh, like an older you know version of a uh, homegirl who eventually did become Captain Marvel, like uh, Monica, she'll show up in that because they showed the uh, actress playing her. Appear in like the, uh in one division.
3: So Wait, yeah, she's in the time. I heard a rumor, and it's it's small, and it was a quick Google feed thing. But the villain of uh, the next Captain Marvel movie was rumored to be Rogue.
2: It's a rumor. I I heard it's a rumor, but then I also heard other rumors that they are thinking about bringing Rogue in to um on Captain Marvel two. But then also I also saw it on the rumors on the same page that when they said. Brie Larson was um fired, so I don't know. I take everything we ran grain salt. Yeah, but that would be dope. Actually, I actually think that is a dope
1: move if you bring in Rogue like that. Oh, well, I mean, it, she legitimately had a solid like entry into the Marvel stuff from being like you know a straight up like Captain Marvel villain.
2: I'm just, she was think. a villain when she came in. She, yeah. she was a villain when she started, and that'd be dope. We always call Ra- We always call Rogue. Like you know the moves and stuff. Either like they made her young, trash. I like they put her they, trash. They put her in a Jubilee role. I didn't like that. I like. I didn't like it at first, but I went along with. it. I mean,
0: it was cool. Trash. I love
2: the X Men movie. Yeah, you, you was trash with it. Garbage. I it, it hey,
0: but I also think I, we're we're a partial to the. Uh, we based on a lot of stuff on someone... partial
2: nineties. I know. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I do wish, just as an older fan of X Men, that they would really get Jubilee right, though. I do yeah. wish that because I thought Jubilee was and I'm basing it solely off the cartoon. This is not hardcore Ooh, comic she's talk a beast. I'm talking about. I'm talking solely about the cartoon that used to run on Saturday mornings. I love Jubilee. I thought she was dope as crap. So I think I also am happy, I'm interested to see Loki because this is not the redeemed Loki, right? So this is Loki from too, 2012. As fuck. Yeah. So this is Loki from like the First Avengers, right where he hasn't had mm-hmm. kind of that redemption arc oh, that you mm-hmm. will. So, I am very curious to see that show. I am curious for Miss Marvel. I like She Hulk because it's starring uh, the, the Tatiana from Orphan Black, and Orphan Black was a great sci-fi series. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I am all for She Hulk. So the cherry, the cherry on top for She Hulk too, is that they're bringing in Tim Roth who was the abomination in uh, Incredible Hulk. So they finally addressed the abomination
0: back. Yeah, and then the fact that they, they made Secret Invasion into a show is pretty interesting. So, and the fact that they nailed Sam Jackson down for that amount of time is also really interesting. Yeah. So... I think they got some stuff in their bag. And I think what they're about to do is what they probably should have done with the Netflix shows as far as the interconnectivity, uh, movies impacting the show, shows impacting the movie, and really having that thing. I do wonder what they are going to do with Daredevil. Because, yes yes, 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 Charlie Cox, you. come on back, baby. I was, I was
2: about to bring up, I was like, thank you, CJ, thank you.
0: Uh,
3: It'll be interesting to talk about that.
0: And I don't even here's my here's my hot take. I like Charlie as Daredevil. I more so just want your boy back as Kingpin. Like, yeah. if you yeah. if you if you switch out Daredevil, I'll be like, man, that's kind of messed up. But okay, you can't switch out King. He he embodies Kingpin to me.
3: I like, cer- certain actors just embody it into at least to me. So, this new Marvel phase that, to me, started with Avengers, excluding X-Men, because they were still in their X-Men phase. They haven't switched over to where we are now. The casting has been so good for Marvel. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Marvel nails the casting. It's they, so good. Like, they nail
3: it. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Chris Evans, Captain America. Like, I'm just so happy so when charlie cox who to me he's a great daredevil i don't know how a not blind person can look blind so well <laughs> yeah he plays
0: a, i mean all of the marvel netflix shows they cast it really well because punisher oh, super well punisher they knocked
3: that yeah, that dude is the punisher like he i don't care what else he does i'm like oh you see that new movie with the dude the punisher dude that's him i ain't talking about those <laughs> other two dudes with punisher
0: He's Walking Dead and Punisher. That's exactly who he is. Oh,
3: he was in <laughs> Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Hey,
2: I got an unpopular opinion. In you just said the casting great. I know there was a casting that was good that wasn't great, and that's Luke Cage.
3: I don't know, who, man. Would you had? I like. Before? No,
2: I like him. I'm going to always like him as Luke Cage and know him as Luke Cage. remember. I mean, CJ, I told you, tell you this all the time. Even when I love the show, there was times he just wasn't believable in that role. I don't know what it was at times. Just being okay,
3: always, which is mean, he's he was always believable as Luke Cage though, yeah, because Luke Cage so, isn't really all that err, uh, when he needs to be.
2: That's why I was honestly looking forward to the, the if I was hoping they do the next season with him taking over because I think that would have saw the range of acting. But so that's for me to be fair, I didn't say it wasn't a bad
3: casting. I oh, love, but him then too. I
0: got to Then you got to ask. I got to ask the question. Wouldn't be right if I didn't. If it's okay. not him, then who?
3: You know what, though? Your opinion makes complete sense to me because of how you felt about Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Because <laughs> it's like the same style of acting. Like, he just is so much of a good guy. <laughs> like, he just radiates a good person to me. So it's hard to see him be too aggressive.
0: But yeah. Even though he's now, mad. <laughs> but back to the question, though. If it's not him, then you gotta throw up a name. I don't know too many people that could
3: hmm because yeah. for me it was and, like
2: and, the, and the only other person that kind of looks like him is my man that was on agents of shield yeah oh time, uh, I... dude who
1: played mac mac yeah, yeah but at some oh, time, God, i don't no. him.
2: but no, man, I, no, I won't say i don't think i can see him as luke cage Mm-mm. i can see it as a look of him but i don't think i can see him because he, he plays that um that man of faith so well so <laughs> Oh yeah, he's great in Agents of Shield.
0: Yeah, Oh yes, Max he is. Yeah, I yeah, can't see is, him. and Max that's, so that's the only dude. person that
2: came. That's the only person that came to my hey face, but I only saw the ball hit, and I was like, eh, nah.
0: Yeah, so okay. Yeah, I forgot you didn't like Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Yeah, yeah.
2: well no, the I other did. Thing, I just thought you know, no, and I didn't. didn't like it. So, I, uh, I think he did a good job.
3: Michael guess, Coulter, you know, the dude who is Luke Cage, he's uh, in a show called Evil. I finished it, D you did see it so to me yeah that role and what you're talking about that role is to me very spot on for him mm-hmm. it's a conflicted good guy who's just dealing with a lot and his when he's that at luke cage he's very good but i do get when like he wants to you know hurt like he was in the fight with uh copperhead or dr voodoo like he doesn't radiate the type of aggression you want him to have, but that's just him. He just is too good spirited of a person. <laughs> it's the Michael B. Jordan effect. It's and like, I did
2: like Michael like B. Jordan as a, in um, as Killmonger. I just said the same time. I just, there were some parts like <laughs> it's like he's that just unbelievable. You people, it's just not believable. You're too good. We've seen you too. But guess good. what? I'll take I'll take him in as another killmonger if it not nah, now, nowhere time soon, like an alternate series. Don't bring him back. Yeah, please. Not yet.
0: Oh, you know that's I would I would not be surprised if that it,
2: I mean it, it can if, happen it, I'm not saying him more
0: I'm not saying him particularly, but I do think going forward in this next day, when you set up the multiverse, you're leaving room to bring back all types of people.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You, you can bring back whoever you want, and I'm not particularly talking about him, but what's well, that's gonna yeah. happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. you bring bringing me full circle though. I was gonna bring a point earlier Would you talking about all the casting. I don't care if he said he's not doing it again. I know Marvel show that money out to actually Mr. Um, Patrick Stewart to be Professor X again. Sorry, there's no like little, kind, quick kind of like how you said, some people <laughs> are some people. He's is Professor X. Now I he do think Professor that some ball X.
3: guys give him a chance.
2: He is Professor X, though.
3: Nah, dog. We don't, need no other, we don't need no do ball guys.
2: <laughs> even if it's in a new universe, I still believe it's a new universe because he's just Professor X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the same through every universe.
1: Well, well, okay. It's been a while now. Like, so we can we can literally talk about the elephant in the room from Spider Man, like, uh, like Far From Home. Uh, it can it can happen. I mean, they bought that J.K. Simmons. Yeah, like to play Jonah Jameson, it, yeah. it, it, it can happen,
0: but to be what if we're gonna be those, all the roles we're talking about, except for Kingpin, because I don't think, but well, I don't think they would, the way they would utilize Kingpin would be in
3: some major, major role. Well, you know, it depends on where all this goes, because yeah. Kingpin is a pretty dominant Spider Man villain, uh, too. Uh, uh, no, no. I
0: agree, I just don't think they will do it, you know what I mean no, hey, I, hey. I mean maybe yeah. A okay. yeah,
2: maybe I, I don't know maybe maybe it's just a fan theory I mean I'm even getting ahead of myself, but even though I'm announcing that um Charlie I mean Daredevil in a um, movie, uh, even if he's not I, he might not even stupidtit it might just be his lawyer or something that leaves open for Kingpin. I can see him somewhere where Kingpin is actually the funder of the it actually build
3: opens in. up all of them. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. currently the only one that Netflix still has rights to is Jessica Jones, and that ends in 2021.
1: Yeah, because it spills into like She-Hulk. Daredevil could appear on that one, Mm -hmm. you know. So I'm gonna be honest. I don't care
0: about Daredevil. Like I don't care about Kingpin. See, I don't <laughs> care about Daredevil. I'm giving you an character. opening
2: though, CJ. I'll just give you an opening. If they can bring uh, me in. Uh, and,
0: and that's no so disrespect to Daredevil I think I do think he played a great Daredevil. Let me yeah, he played a great Daredevil. Yeah, let me be totally clear. Like, I don't but care about don't,
3: the hero that is Daredevil.
0: I don't know, it's not even that. I my nah, opinion I, I
3: say is what I said.
0: <laughs> oh, see. Oh, you don't. See, I'm saying I don't think that he played Daredevil. Better than Vince. Oh, no. Let me get his name. Better than the person who played Kingpin. Oh, uh, Vincent
2: D'Onofrio. However you say yeah. that, leg. yeah, Vincent, no, no, yeah,
3: Vincent,
0: yeah. D'Onofrio. Do not order criminal intent. Yeah. D'Onofrio. The the yeah. So I don't think Charlie played Daredevil better than Vincent playing Kingpin. In my personal opinion, this is my Ooh, humble yo.
2: opinion.
0: Because I think Daredevil, and this is, once again, that's not a shot at Charlie, I want to be clear. Like, I I can't foresee them picking somebody who could play Daredevil just as well. I don't know if I can foresee somebody playing Kingpin in the near future just as well as Vince.
3: You know, I might be able to rock with you if they didn't release that Daredevil movie that happened years ago
1: well but here's here's, here's the thing here's oh no, the, no well
0: that's yeah. but to be fair now, well i think Michael michael clark duncan played a perfectly fine service yeah, so do i i feel I'm he played he was... a
3: very serviceable kingpin so for me it's like yeah vincent's kingpin was you know substantially better uh
1: well but, but, here's, but here's the, the thing. range
3: between ben affleck's daredevil and charlie cox's daredevil That's like Pop Warner football versus the NFL to me. But is
0: that because the movie is just bad? You know what I
3: mean? Well, because so there are bad movies with fine acting in it. Yeah. Okay. My bad, Quinn. Go ahead. Me and Dia. Oh no, no. I mean,
1: because no. Here's the thing. It all comes down to like the motivation for how how they set up the characters. Though the reason why Michael Clark Duncan' character Kingpin worked is because you had a different take on the Kingpin. You know the reason why D'Onofrio's Kingpin works is because we're getting quintessentially like the Marvel Kingpin. We're getting that Kingpin we know from Spider-Man animated series. We're getting that Kingpin that we know from the more recent Kingpin like uh, comic. Like that's that tape, and 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 just kind of jump in with it like with D. Yeah, Charlie Cox nailed it because he had this is the thing he had way more time to develop and a lot more effort to put in if Ben Affleck's Daredevil didn't fail you know we wouldn't have gotten the level of detail put into making the Netflix Daredevil as good as it deserved to be and was
0: and also that goes back to my always point that TV shows are better than movies when it comes to comic book characters
3: yes absolutely Just oh, me, well, per- my either. personal hey, you, opinion you have more time to develop them and yeah. they have to be developed
2: that's why I'm happy Fantastic Four is gonna be a series.
3: Yes, because they yeah. they honestly need a series. It's yeah. just they're too in depth of care. Like you don't care about the Fantastic Four until you learn why to care about the Fantastic Four.
0: That is very true, mm-hmm. and their family dynamic is perfect for a television and, show. And, and hopefully fix- that means Doctor that Doom is. That's a
2: uh, oh my they bad. Say, they give you layers of time. They can take the time to develop Dr. Doom. Like You don't have to just throw him in an hour or two hour movie and then boom. Dr.
3: Dr. Doom and Reed Richards, their relationship was very Charles and Magneto before Dr. Doom went all Dr. Doomy. They were just rivals in science who were very, very cordial and respected each other.
1: Yeah, you gotta see an episode that really will delve into that flashback of where and how it went wrong, you know? Or build up to that in a full season of the accident and then Victor blaming Reed
3: for all of this yeah, fucking up. Because, like, he shouldn't really be Dr. Doom until season three. Yeah, like if, if they didn't do it right. It. Like, yeah, yeah. if I was running it, like, he would be becoming Dr. Doom in season two, and the accident would happen at the end of season one.
0: To me, and it depends on which interpretation of Dr. Doom you use, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the best ways, are you using the Dr. Doom who is like the leader of his people? right just trying to keep his people safe are you doing the rivals rivals in science um me personally the inspiration for dr doom to me would be to go over to dc for a minute would be smallville with lex and clark
1: yeah yeah you gotta give it you gotta make it personal
0: yeah all right that was that was so yeah for me that's what it would be but i don't know so uh, yeah, so that's, you know, there's a lot of good stuff coming out of Marvel, I will say. I have Marvel, while I think sometimes, in my personal opinion, can be a little formulaic with some of this stuff, I am what they one thing they will always do is have my, have my interest. So I got to salute and tip my cap to them. So I hope they're doing these shows differently. I think they will. I'm curious to see what they do with Ironheart, particularly with how I know she gets it in the comic book. So that'll be interesting. I also think I think they're looking over at what DC is doing and saying, okay, DC is really trying to step their game up. Let's put our foot on their neck. Yep. And, and that's cool. That's great for the consumer. When two, <laughs> I personally like it when both DC and Marvel are good. It just makes the most sense.
3: <laughs>
0: because now I'm like, okay.
3: Yeah. Competition is great for us. Because,
0: trust me, next week I'm watching Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas.
3: Trust and believe. Yeah, I'm trying to see that joint. Yeah. I'm going to make that joint happen.
0: I'm signing up for HBO Max just to watch it. And then I'm going to keep it for everything else because I got to catch up on Titans. But just to watch it. I (laughs) know. So, and shout out to Warner Brothers too for, like we said earlier, dropping movies day and date on the streaming yeah, service, the water brothers let, them,
3: let Disney know they ain't scared now. They ain't man, running away from it. The, the, we had a fight. We just gonna have to fight
0: <laughs> at no extra cost too, right? Just having the service means you're going to get access to Wonder Woman 1984, which to me <laughs> is crazy.
1: Yeah, because Disney. Um, hey y'all, we 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 didn't. If we got Disney Plus, why 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 did why would we ha- want to pay for Milan? You know when you were just gonna release it in December for free,
0: yeah, to me that's that is in, but people I think pay for it too though. so yeah, yeah so Disney's yeah. not exactly wrong in their <laughs> in their thought process, so
3: you'll make them buy whatever they can pay for whatever they'll yeah. pay for
0: Yeah. so okay, so I know we're about to wrap it up. We talked a lot of Marvel, we talked a lot of Star Wars. We're probably going to get heavy into our comic book reviews for those who are looking for that. We are going to kind of do our top 10 either comic books or graphic novels. So be on the lookout for that top of the year. We're also going to probably delve deep on The Last Ronin because we got some good feedback about our Three Jokers episode and how we kind of delve deep on that. So I think Last Ronin is the one of the few books all four of us are reading.
1: Mm-hmm. Master. Yeah.
0: So I think you know, a deep dive is coming on that. I hope probably next week along with a review of Wonder Woman nineteen eighty-four. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. So any part and nineteen eighty four is a good year. That's all I'm gonna say. So Yes it was. Yes it was.
3: <laughs> I imagine it was all right. A <laughs> hey, little before hey. my time. Yeah, it didn't get better oh, to whatever.
2: There's a book about 1984. Everybody that you know. Well, I don't right. know if that's whoa, what you don't want gonna... Yeah, was, yeah a I don't want to preference
3: <laughs> the great of 1984 <laughs> yeah. on that one.
2: No, I'm just saying, no matter what, there's power from it, good or bad, we're powerful.
3: Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> that would have sure been a perfect time
0: that. to drop a We the Villains, baby. You said, yo, <laughs> the book. They were like, whoa, wait a minute. So, all right, any parting shots and anything y'all want to talk about before we bounce, any...
3: Real quick about yeah. cyberpunk.
0: If you're thinking oh, about, I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, let's dive into
2: this real yeah. quick. Yeah, how y'all not about cyberpunk?
3: All them bugs, bro. Nobody. So, L- like, H- so if, H- if you're thinking about getting it, I Don't. recommend getting it on p on the PC.
0: Okay, what Where are you playing you, it on?
3: I'm playing it on PS4.
0: Mm, pro base model.
3: Uh base model. How's it running? Well, I just I don't think it's base model, but it's somewhere between pro and base model. It's like the last edition of the base models. Oh, so it's slim. better than a lot of people's.
1: Yeah, it's the slim cuz I got a slim it's too. It's the slim.
3: Yeah, but it's not better than some people's. But the only glitch that I've really super noticed, who did you is get d- when it like turns glitch? itself off and gives you an error.
0: Oh. Oh, it turns off your whole game?
3: Oh yeah. Damn. Ooh! The glory is, is that Cyberpunk saves constantly. Okay.
1: Okay. But did save I, that constantly. <laughs> I thought I thought you got like the dicks out like uh, glitch that's been happening to people.
3: No, nah, you know me, I don't ever get anything lucky. <laughs> 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 I, get the good glitches. I'm just get the <laughs> shitty trash ones.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Why goodness, you, so disappointing. you said your game was glitching. Nah, bro. It wasn't the glitch I wanted.
3: I heard about that glitch. I was like, "Oh shit, that's gonna happen." Nope, not for my <laughs> game. <laughs> oh
0: man. So, Quinn, what about you? What's been your experience with it?
1: I mean, as far as stuff goes, yeah, I mean, it's gonna it. It's like I love cyberpunk, like the original, you know, tabletop, like like RPG, and they they nailed a bunch of the concepts for it. But it, this is one of those ones where if you're on console right now. They announced recently that they will be doing two patches, one in January and one in February to fix the problem. So it's okay if you do wait, you know, that's fine. You can put it Uh, down. They already released the patch. Yeah, they released the first round. They're already
3: up to 118 uh, gigabytes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're releasing
0: two more, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's okay. Take a break. Go play something else for for now.
0: But but here's the thing though, real quick though, because I know we're pushing up on time. As a fan of CD, CD Project Red, I don't like the way they handled this
1: because no, no. this was a dumpster fire.
0: Because they they, they made up for it by saying, "Hey, you can refund. You know, we'll do a refund." It's only you only have until the twenty first, right? If you want a refund, my issue is they knowingly held back the console version from reviewers. they told reviewers you can't use your own game footage right so they made it seem like it was a game that it wasn't and that i have a supreme issue with from as a consumer and i don't rant about a lot of stuff but to me that that strikes me as super dirty and that's not something i would associate with cd project red before this incident right because i bought cyberpunk but i haven't played it in part, because I was like, well, let me wait on the patches. Yeah. But like, had I known, okay, because I'm not the hardcore, the hardcore gamers, but had I known all of these other issues, because I was doing the research for the show, where they had held back the console version, where they said, hey, the gameplay that you see on a video review on YouTube is not their own gameplay, and not their own experience. Maybe I would have made a different decision, and that I do have an issue with.
1: Yeah, they expected awesome. f- They expect for people to have the Witcher like goggles on, you know, which is what we expect. We expect the quality because we know they put in that work, but we didn't get
3: it. I will say you know, though, it is ultra fun.
0: Now, yep. I, everybody who I know that's running it, that's where they're not getting those major glitches, have nothing but great things to
3: say. Yeah, about like it, it is hella fun. Hell, is fun. it? Is it your game of the year? Uh No, it is not my nah. game of the year. Okay. Ghost Ghost Tsushima is just, it it's a wash. Too good, yeah. Like, that. Yeah. it's just literally too good to me. Mm-hmm. Like, just mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima's ability to just up difficulty for you enough as you grow with the game is just lights out better than anything I've seen. And, and it still looks beautiful. Like, you can boot it up yeah. right now, and it just still will blow you away at hell. I, I'll boot I, it up right now, and it looks better than Cyberpunk. Now, maybe that's because updated. I have it on the busted version for PS4. But
1: <laughs> they, they keep updating on the low. And that's the cool thing about it, you know, is that they they know as the game progresses, they're going to keep adding on to the experience. So
0: and I will I will say, I mean, just real quick, I, now my Morales game is really good. And I will also say that, no, I was thinking about this because we are a music and comic book type of podcast. There's very few characters where the music is so important to the character as Miles Morales. And after seeing, I went back, watched Spider-Verse playing this game. The soundtrack for both are so integral or important to why I like this game. I will say that. Like how I really loved Spider-Verse because part in big part because of the soundtrack. I find that's the same reason why I like Miles Morales a video game. Or at least a big part of why I do. And it's one of those few comic book characters where, yo, the music is important, man. Like, you better nail the soundtrack. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you better, better not fuck it up. And, I, and I they will have say, nothing.
3: I haven't played the new Miles Morales game, but I have heard literally nothing but great things about
0: it's, it. It's great. Especially if you like Spider-Man, too, right? So if you like Spider-Man, it's kind of more of the same. And Spider-Man was a great game. But the storytelling is very, and to me personally, right, it's about 10, 15, well, about 12, 15 hours. And that's how I prefer it, because it's not as long as Spider-Man. But to me, most games that are long are also repetitive. Mm -hmm. There's some type of repetitiveness in it. To me, this is just tight to the point. And so I thoroughly enjoy it. I don't think it's my game of the year. I think Ghost of Tsushima is but I think it's in my top five easily. So, all right. So covered that,
3: man. Thank you all. Anything else before we dip out? Uh, the only last thing in gaming news for those uh, who love Smash Brothers, uh, the current new one is about to release its newest character for the end mm-hmm. of the new year. And that character is Seth Roth. Final uh, Fantasy VII. Oh, we could have did a
0: whole episode on the gaming awards. I just didn't want to take up wrong? too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't want to take up everybody's time, but we could have do a whole episode. Oh, yeah, we,
3: we could. We, we yeah, could. that could probably be next week, too. Like, because... This was a big a game big yeah. for games just because the one of the few industries that thrived. <laughs> <laughs> you think you about it. makes
0: sense, right? You're yeah. stuck in the yeah. house.
3: <laughs> the video game industry was like, oh, bro. And honestly, you, I think Cyberpunk fell victim to that fact is they had to release this game this year.
0: Oh yeah. They couldn't they couldn't push it back.
3: They had and it man. needed to come out in February, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, they're releasing for a new perfect. Ready. They're releasing a new perfect dark like for oh, the Xbox fans. Oh
1: a new Mass Effect. So you know I'm here for that. So no, but what got me though was I'm a Left for Dead fan. But when they did that 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 spiritual sequel that's coming out. Back like, for Blood, uh, right? Back for Blood. Ooh ooh yeah. ooh I I'm been waiting it. on that. We
0: gotta run it there. We gotta run it. We gotta run it. We run
1: are it. we all going to run it. <laughs>
0: Dragon Age. So like Dragon Age and Mass Effect. If, if I'm not a I'm casually hardcore, meaning I don't play a lot, of, like, but the games I play, I play. I am looking forward to Mass Effect and Dragon Age. I am. I don't I'm, care. I'm looking forward to Dragon Age. Dragon
1: Age. Like Dragon. I know
0: if you the, the p- piggyback on a point or to go back to a point T asked asked earlier about music. The one game that I like that everybody hates, and I, I know it has its issues, it's Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm not saying it's perfect. Wow. Dramada yeah, that, that would be
3: a good one for that category. Cause I was literally about to say Mass Effect lost me when Andromeda.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying it's perfect. I oh, am not because you perfect. would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, nowhere near it. No, plenty of flaws, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right? I didn't enjoy it as much as Mass Effect one, two, or three, but I do think that it was a good... It was okay for the start of a new trilogy. Like, Mass Effect Drama the 2, I think, would have been completely different, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So so that was the one where I'm like, everybody hated it. And, and to be fair, I got it when it was like nine bucks. So
3: part of that might play into it, too. Yeah, you know, it would have been different if you paid 60 for it. Yeah, so I, 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 I did, fully... I, I did, I did.
0: So I fully it was caught it. <laughs> yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it and, but i didn't pay sixty dollars for it so you know I mean? all right
1: look i, I admitted i did it was funny well, no, i it. would
0: have <laughs> but i heard all the bad reviews and that kind of and i was like no i really love this series outside of uncharted it's probably my favorite gaming series i don't want to mess with it and then went in the store one day it was about 10 bucks i was like you know what I'll play it and i was like huh oh. Not that bad, but then to be, they already patched. They sent out a lot of patches and all Mm -hmm. that, so it was probably a completely different game. But okay, yeah, there's a lot of gaming news. I think we should probably do a cover that next week on our kind of last podcast of the year, and then kick off the year with the top albums and all that. But yeah, back for blood, we gotta run that because I love Left for Dead. Heard okay. All right, anything else? I think that's it. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't hear
1: you,
2: man. Can you mm. uh, n- hear uh, me? No. Mm. Nah, bro. Going yeah,
1: yeah, you
0: want
1: it on auto? Fuck, Ben. Yeah,
3: your alarm going off.
0: <laughs> but, all right. Well, yeah, thank I'm you. Still here, I'm on. Nah, man, we can't. So, <laughs> everybody, thank y'all for Jeez. listening yeah uh follow us at villains of vinyl on instagram follow us at villains of vinyl on twi- twitter listen to us on pod uh on wherever you can get your podcast thank you all and we will be back next week and we we are the village baby
1: drip in the cup we the- <laughs> <laughs> you know, i don't even like
2: y'all <laughs>